You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you all Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that drive home or already at home, wherever you are. I hope you're having a lovely Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. And happy birthday, Jody Watley. Oh, that's the that takes me back right there. That song is fired. That was a nice choice, Andy. Nice choice. Also, a happy birthday to actor Charles S. Dutton. You guys know him. He was rock. He was the rock. Or he was the original rock. Remember? Yeah. Uh well, happy birthday to them and happy lovely Tuesday to you all. I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I see you, Raw Squad, coming on up in here in our YouTube chat. Listen, I haven't said this in a while, but, you know, there are so many different types of ways you can listen to the show. There's uh, obviously I love YouTube because I get to see you. I get to see your names and uh, your comments and we get to interact throughout the show. And that's always pretty cool. But if you are not with us on uh, YouTube, of course, you can be, uh, you can pull up the, the app, KBLA 1580. You could always just listen on your ride home if you're in L.A., turn it on the radio station. That's always nice, too. Uh, but for the Raw Squad, I see you. I see you. Happy Tuesday. Listen, don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. That is such a great idea to do. We're still building. You know what I'm saying? We're still building. So that means telling someone that you know about about the show, about the station. Everybody on this station is incredible. Always great conversations. Um, and, and, and we're talking about us, all right? We're talking about the black community, which I love. Open mic feature also is on our app. I personally listen to those messages because I love to listen to the messages. And many of you do, by the way. Many of you take, a, take the opportunity to call in and, and let us know. There's the open mic feature at the bottom. And uh, let us know your opinions. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know what, you are you guys are, are afraid. Some people are afraid to hear their own voices on the radio. That's a fact. I remember the first time I ever called into a radio. And you know how it's there's like a delay. So you can hear yourself. And I was like, do I sound like that? It's real crazy. It's real crazy. You ever listen to yourself on a voicemail back in the day? And be like, yo, I don't sound like that. Yeah, you do. But because you might be afraid to uh, call into the station, that's that's all right. We we could use uh, we could have you use the uh, the open mic feature, and that's a great idea. Listen, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. And if you want to call in, the invitation is always open. You guys can call us anytime at one 800 920 1580 and uh chime in you know i love hearing from you guys i love hearing from people who have never called the show too that's that is really cool and we welcome you i'm never gonna put you on blast you should feel comfortable you are a part of the raw squad um let's get into a couple of updates before we move into our show i'm so excited for this one remember we recently talked about the My- michael jackson biopic that's happening and we just learned that Nia Long is set to portray Katherine Jackson, the mom. Nia Long. I mean, I don't know that people really expected that. Um, but I love it. I think that she's going to be wonderful and great for Nia Long that she has got something else that people are talking about other than her past relationship because it's none of our business. Uh, anyway, 
T-Pain said that he is no longer taking credit for music uh, that he's writing. He's writing songs in other genres like country music and anything else. He said he's not taking any credit anymore because of the racism that comes along with it. How crazy is that? You know, you grow up as a, as an artist and I'm sure as a writer, you, you look forward to seeing your name in the credits. And, you know, uh, obviously he's going to get paid regardless. But seeing your name in in the in the credits of a song of a piece of artwork that is put into the world and you no longer want to take credit for it because you are afraid of the criticism well i can't say afraid he didn't say that he just doesn't like the criticism and the racism specifically more specifically the racism that comes along with writing in other genres i think that is really really sad um where do we go from here? Uh, police have confirmed that they have taken up the security at the uh, grave site of Megan the Stallion's mom. Now, this is crazy. I'm not going to get into this whole thing because this, let me tell it, it's ridiculous. But Megan the Stallion and Nicki Minaj are beefing. They got this rap beef going on. They both need to just take a rain check because the songs are not popping. Um, but hey, that's my opinion. But they're taking it too far because both of them are very, very large. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Both of them have large followings and they have, um, you know, um, they have a lot of people going hard for them. And the fact that now Megan's mom's gravesite has been leaked online and people are, you know, trying to go to the gravesite is just it's just too much. It is just too much. But um, hopefully they, they kind of settle that. You know, the, the name of the, our topic today uh, of the show is man to man. So maybe, you know, soon we can have a woman to woman type conversation on this show. Uh, Andy, what you think? Real quick. Once again. <clears throat> This is why I blame humanity. I don't blame these celebrities. I don't blame these artists. It's always, I hate to even say us because I'm like including myself into it, but it's just us as consumers. We're the ones that, that pile things on, that make things worse. We add fuel to the fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now we got to have security over someone's gravesite. Yeah. Like this is just beyond garbage. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, and are we at the point of no return? Will it get any better? Somebody's got to man up or woman up. Somebody's got to do that. Um, I can tell you who has manned up though. I think this is cool. Let's, let's end our, end our, our updates on a real positive note. Travis Scott, uh, rapper, musician, I don't know. He doesn't sing for real, but he's a rapper. Travis Scott, he gave $5,000 to a janitor to take the night off and enjoy his concert. Now, that's what I'm talking about. If I if I ever see you out with me and you're working hard and you really want to just enjoy being in my presence and I got the extra cash to bless you, that's something that I would do. So shout out to Travis Scott for that. Now, the question is. He took the night off, though. You still got a job to come back to tomorrow? Was that 5000 worth it? We don't know. Um, but let's go ahead and get into the Raw Report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. As I said, man-to-man, -man, um, these, <laughs> these two conversations that we'll have today with our wonderful entertainment contributor, I'm excited to talk about this because it, it, it's sort of very reminiscent of times back in the day when we talked about how men would come to other, like, younger guys in the hood and, you know, kind of put them up on game. Well, in the industry, we're talking more specifically, Snoop Dogg, he credits Charlie Wilson. Many of us call him Uncle Charlie. We, we celebrated his birthday yesterday. We talked about the fact that he just received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, during that ceremony, Snoop Dogg credited 
Charlie Wilson for saving his marriage. I think this is powerful. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about most deaf and how he has now spoken up again after all the all the conversation that uh, that happened as a result of he had a recent interview when we talked about it here on the Rob Report where he said Drake's music was kind of like shopping music. He didn't really consider him like hip hop. And the reason why we give most deaf credit for hip hop, because he's one of those true founding. Um, I don't even know that you would call him a founding member, but he is uh, he's he's maybe even underground uh, turned uh, turned major. I don't know how you want to describe him. Andy, you get to th- throw it in here. Come on, Andy, help me out. He's just true hip hop, a true. representation okay. of true hip hop. Okay, fair. No, nothing that's pop fair about his music. There's nothing pop whatsoever about most Def's music. Uh, so that's why people look to him to say, okay, maybe he's he has a point there. But many conversations uh, began after that, and they they were asking all kinds of rappers what they think about Drake's music. Well, it got a little bit out of hand, and now most Def is speaking up and he's reaching out to Drake to to talk about it. And we will play the audio from him reaching out. This is this is this is. This is Man to Man. Today we are talking Man to Man, and I love it. So we're going to get to it all on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Rob Report. Keep it locked. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Rob Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get started. But before we do, uh, of course, there is a poll. There's a question of the day. Um, would you take the $5,000 for a night off that someone gave you? Had said, hey, just take take $5,000, you know, take the night off, enjoy yourself. Would you take that if you possibly had no job to go to tomorrow? Andy. If I had no job to go to. If tomorrow. you had it. Well, if you have a job, but okay. someone offered you $5,000 to take the night off, would you, I mean, for immediate you know gratification would you take that 5k and possibly not have a job to go to tomorrow <laughs> what you mean we don't know you could be still hired we you still might have a job but for the possibility andy the possibility <laughs> see you you added all these caveats because i feel like this is a no-brainer of course you're gonna take the money well i mean that's what i'm saying that's what makes it fun because we have the caveats but but if it's a situation where it's like i might not have a job the next day i don't know i you, might I guess reconsider you, you you may reconsider i get that i mean the the whole point is we don't know when you take that night off you you actually do not know if you still have a job tomorrow or if your boss is cool and was like yeah i would have taken that 5k too well listen uh, i want to get to our contributor of the day because i want to ask her too this is whitley yates hello to you whitley how are you today you know what i am doing phenomenally tonight Ooh, i like that word that is nice very nice what makes it phenomenal is it just the way that you're feeling or is it you know you have good news keeping you afloat or what's up you know i'm just hoping someone offers me five thousand dollars to call in <laughs> because i'm gonna take the win and start sending uh you don't have to worry about whether i'm, I'm gonna take it i'm gonna <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to come in tonight. I'm taking my 5K. I'm not mad. And I'm saying thank you. I don't turn down anything but my collar. (laughs) So I'm hopeful that someone hears this broadcast out there in KBLA land and is offering 5K to me and Robin for us to have. I'm saying that might be a nice little come up. (laughs) Self-care Sunday. (laughs) 
I'm not mad at that. Well, right now, 67, well, it started off a little a little more equal, but 67% of you right now in our YouTube chat say, no, you would not take the money for a night off. <sighs> All right, well, you know, I guess guess not, uh, Andy. They be capping on there, I swear. Why y'all <laughs> lying? They be capping. <laughs> y'all they know think y'all corporate air is watching. They think, okay, but you know what? This is anonymous. Y'all be real. This is totally anonymous. That's the that's what's funny about it. Um, I hear I hear the points though. You know, um, I, I get it. I get it. Um, listen. So Penny Thompson says the $5,000 won't go far. I would take the job with benefits priceless. Okay. I mean, you're right. Now, I'm not saying take the $5,000 and not have a job the next day. I'm saying possibly not knowing. Okay. We'll leave that question up there and let a few few more of you uh, vote on the poll. But I want to get into this conversation. I'm calling it man to man because this conversation, both conversations today are really about men who are in the industry who are stepping to other men, but in a positive route, in a, in a positive way. Now, Whitley, I know you're no stranger to the conversation, but here at, at KBLA 1580, we're often talking about what to do in the community, how it used to look, what what things have changed, how have we evolved, has it become better or worse? And I love talking about that because, you know, here in L.A., um, right here in L.A., so many people who grew up around here, we used to see how uh, in the community it was really like, you know, even gang members, you talk, you know, you got the OGs, the old heads who are talking to the young ones saying, like, get out of here, go to school, or you're talented, you don't need to be around here. And they would, they would you know, so, sort of school them. Um, well, Snoop Dogg has said in a very similar way, he says that he's giving credit to Charlie Wilson by being the only one who was man enough to come to him and talk to him about his marriage. He says that basically he needed to uh, to stay married, like there was nothing out him out here for him. Um, we have a little bit of footage from from the uh, the. It was it was the uh, he was standing at the uh, at the podium talking to Charlie Wilson, giving a whole presentation at the yeah at the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This is where that took place. And this is a little bit of what Snoop had to say. So the things that you taught me, showmanship, business, family, that's a treasure to me, because when we get in this industry, we don't really have people who who we can count on or who we can go to. We get so far up in this industry that you lose contact. So to have somebody like you to stay in my life and to be there for me and my family, it means the world to me, Charlie. Because just like Babyface said, like Babyface said, I can't believe you know me. I can't believe that we family because we love your music so much. We love what you stand for. And this is so overdue. You deserve this star. We're going to see walk on it all night for you. <laughs> Represent it. We're going to do what's supposed to be done. Ain't no way in the world I was supposed to get mine before you. Mm. So that's why I'm here. That's why we're here. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you and God keep you, Charlie. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, tell me your thoughts on on this. He said he was the only one who was man enough. I wonder what mm. that sort of thing meant because I, I it, does that mean, you know, I'm Snoop Dogg and not there was nobody around me who was man enough to come talk to me uh, and trying to check me? What does that mean to you, Willie? You know, I think when he says man enough, I really think it's probably a synonym for honest um, to have a conversation with him and to let him know that the streets are filled with gutter snipes and sea urchins, my man. And having someone that has been with you, stuck by you from the 
from the beginning to the end through thick and thin mm-hmm. is what you should hold on to because these new women out here are not worth two dead flies. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think what he meant was just there was a level of honesty within Charlie to let him know that like, yeah, everything that glitters is in gold. And I understand your proclivity mm-hmm. to the females, but keep home home. And I think that that's just an honest conversation that a lot of men today aren't willing to have. I think Cat Williams, you know, was talking about when you make it big, you got to get a like a light-skinned lady with a funny face. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that over and mm-hmm. over and over again. And I think Charlie was just really having a moment of honesty and transparency and maybe a little bit of uh, brotherhood accountability with Snoop Dogg to help him to repair his marriage. Mm. Uh, I, I hear that and, and definitely well said. If For those of you who don't know, I'm sure you have to know because they have been married for 27 years. Um, Snoop has been married to his wife, Shante Brodus, uh, since 1997. And they've got children together. And it's true. They, they're high school sweethearts. She's a brown-skinned, beautiful woman. And a lot of these people who get famous um, when they're younger, they are and I'm sorry to say this and I, I don't know how you'll take it, but this is, this is how I see it. A lot of these people end up dating people who they can get, you know, who realistically, this is who is in my league right now, or this is who is uh, fam- familiar to me. And they, they're in my community They go to my school or whatever the case is. Um, and oftentimes what we see is when they become rich or famous and all the above, their options completely open up. You know, Mm -hmm. and everybody is throwing themselves, all different types of people are throwing themselves at these entertainers because they are rich and they're famous. And globally at the same time, Snoop Dogg is a global figure. So the fact that he said, you know, what, I'm going to remain married says so much. But I think it also says so much about Charlie Wilson for um, he he has had his own struggles and his own struggles. kind of trials and tribulations that he's gone through with his his current wife and she's helped him through drug addiction and all the stuff so charlie wilson has been around for a long time and he's telling snoop and that's what i love like listen little little brother you know nephew however they talk to each other listen nephew you are gonna have to you already have a family you have a beautiful family don't mess that up over you know because snoop said at one point he he wanted to he, I guess he and his wife are having a, 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 a troubling, you know, time in their marriage, which it happens. It happens. But so many people are running from relationships these days and don't want to tough it out. I mean, what's up with that, Whitley? Like <laughs> the fact that people don't even want to tough it out anymore. Listen, it's hard out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you from someone who is dating a tall statuesque, uh, athlete, professional athlete turned attorney, mm-hmm. the pennies are dropping. Mm-hmm. And it's hard out here to maintain something that is of value, something worth building, something worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the proclivity to run towards temptation because it's everywhere. And when I say it's everywhere, I be looking at some of these girls, I be like, dang, babe, so like, you really like me, huh? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I would have that level of discipline. And I understand men that are global icons that have access to all types of women, you know, Mm -hmm. international ones with things and dreams that we've never seen. Mm -hmm. 
throwing themselves at rappers and celebrities and entertainers. But I think it's interesting that Charlie comes from a place of character and a place of moral fortitude. And we don't really just see that anymore. Um, And the truth is, Mm -hmm. you can't really build with everybody. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can bang a lot of people, but you can't really build a life and a legacy with everyone. And I think that that's what he was attempting to instill in Mm -hmm. Snoop. Mm. I I hear you. And uh, from what we know, uh, Charlie Wilson has been with this same woman. I'm sure he has gone through a lot because his his wife, uh, Maheen, she they married. They uh, they married in 1995. She was a social worker during the time that he was in his drug rehabilitation program. So for her, that says a lot right there. So for her to stand by him. Uh, help him encourage him during his time of recovering um, that shows the that's the prime example of someone who you you know who's got fortitude and who's going to stick it out with you I just think that is so important for um, you know we used to look at all these kinds of um, relationships people of course would say uh, Jada and Will are relationship goals I feel like listen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we all know that that's not the case anymore <laughs> that has been debunked but uh but what i will say is that i'm only looking at couples because i've been married for 18 years now it'll be 19 Ooh. years this year so i'm only looking at couples Andy, where's the clap i know come on where's the clap where's the clap, where the clap <laughs> yes and 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 i will say uh, I'm only looking to you as uh, I'm not looking at anybody else's relationship as goals, but I will say this. I'm only going to open myself up to some real good advice from you. If I've seen that you have been through the mud and you have gotten yourself out of that and you have cleaned yourself off and you guys are standing still standing because it is hard. Just like Whitley said, it's hard out here in these streets. Um, Listen, uh, we're going to continue our conversation on the other side. I love speaking to Whitley J. Yates because she is awesome like that. Right now, though, we've got news, traffic, and sports. You guys are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. That's the cut right there. Hey, it's a dance. It's a whole dance party here at KBLA 1580. If you're just joining us, welcome on into the Raw Report and join the Raw Squad who's over here in our YouTube chat. We are having a great conversation with Whitley Yates. Uh, we're talking about Snoop Dogg and more importantly, Charlie Wilson, who is MVP says Snoop Dogg. He said he he credits Charlie Wilson for saving his marriage. Man, he Charlie Wilson stepped to Snoop and was like, listen, there's nothing here out here in these streets. Don't do it. You have a family. You got a beautiful family. Stay at home with your wife. Stay. Make that thing work. And I love that. I love that. So shout out to Uncle Charlie for uh, for that. Andy, what's up? I just want to give Charlie Wilson his flowers for being 71 years old and still looking like he's 35. Come on now. Where's the hand clap? Give him slow clap. Slow clap. There it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely shout out to Charlie Wilson for a whole number of things. DJ Black 909 says respect to Char- to Uncle Charlie for setting him straight. There is nothing happening in these streets. A lot of glitter, but no gold. Stick with the one you know. It's cheaper to keep her. Well, I mean, all the above. All the above, DJ Black 909. I agree. Uh, Shalimar. Yes, yes. Marcus Atkins got that one right. Um, yes. Who Jody Watley was actually a part of. 
fun fact. Fun fact that I forgot, but I did know that. I did know that. Wow. Okay. And we and we know it's Jody Watley's birthday, so uh, we like that. We like that. So Whitley, you were aware of most deaf making the comments during a recent interview where he basically called Drake's music pop. Now, I wouldn't have gone that far. I do think that Drake's music is changing, drastically changing, as a matter of fact. When he first came out, I thought he was, <laughs> man, I was like, I couldn't stop listening to Drake. His He is still, to me, one of the best lyricists that we have. Uh, however, musically, he has changed. He started singing. He's starting to become a little bit more solemn. And most deaf, Yasin Bey, he actually said that Drake is pop. He said, Drake is pop to me. He said, uh, basically, in the sense of like, if they were, if you're shopping at a Target in Houston, he said, and he heard, he would hear his song, it's compatible with shopping. And a lot of people took that conversation and went different ways with it. Drake kind of responded, but not really, not seriously. Um, and I think maybe most deaf is feeling a feeling a certain kind of way right now. He actually made some comments. We won't play the entire thing, but let's play a little bit of what he had to say in regards to reaching out to Drake. Drake, if you would like to speak to me directly, you can at any point. I reached out to Chappelle, actually reached out to you. I DM'd you. You are a very talented MC. Uh, but for me, I require more of myself and others than just talent or charm or charisma, particularly in times of urgent crisis. Mm -hmm. And what I would like to see in terms of creators or creative people in the world as it relates to our culture is for people to connect with us beyond the jukebox. That's all I needed to hear right there. He goes on. Okay, first of all, Whitley, I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this, but Andy, your face is giving me that you're not with it. Your face is, I don't know what your face is telling me. Speak to the people. Like I hear where most deaf is coming from. One thing, he sounds as if like there was pressure from the public to respond mm -hmm. to what he said about Drake. Mm -hmm. I don't think he needed to explain himself. Number two, I understand why he's explaining himself because he has he wants to kill that narrative, right? Mm -hmm. That he's quote unquote hating. So I like how he's explaining himself. Mm -hmm. But um <laughs> to put to put political matters, that's the best term that I could use on 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 celebrities, I think it's just too much. You know what I mean? So he's not hip hop because he's not talking about maybe community issues. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, there's a lane for for everybody okay and i just think it's maybe a little bit unfair to put that uh pressure or expectation mm. on somebody who's just trying to entertain mm. hmm. okay uh whitley mm. give me your thoughts that was that was actually a pretty interesting comment but I'm, I'm interested to know where you where you stand wow andy you know what i think <laughs> that andy hit the nail on the head i've completely changed my perspective you're right drake is exactly that, an entertainer. And I think most deaf is an artist. And I think the difference between someone that lives or their purpose is to entertain and an artist is the purpose behind what they're doing. We cannot deny that Drake has some high yellow pop box. He does. <laughs> he got some high yellow pop box. Like that's mm -hmm. like, we love Drake for that. And he also has some in-depth songs. Now, those were earlier in his career. He's still in a Vegas days. 
I'm not going to go back <laughs> to that. But I will say that his music has traversed and transformed as he has. But I also believe that it's because of some of the things that he's experienced and things that he's gone through. And I think his music is a reflection of where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, to want every single rapper to be a conscious rapper and a hotep, kufi wearing, can take cloth. I just, I don't know if that is what we should strive for. I do understand how hip hop always told a story of the time, mm-hmm. how it expressed what black people were experiencing and going through specifically systemically within this country of America. However, I do believe hip hop and rap has transformed. And I don't think that you should create a standard and make others live up to your artistry. Mm. Wow. I, um, Okay, Andy, just so you understand, Andy is in full agreement with whatever you, with everything you just said. Um, I agree with both of you. Let me just make that blanket statement. I do agree with both of you. However, most deaf is actually speaking some facts right here. Um, It's not that we we should not, you know, uh, like what Andy was saying. It's not necessarily the responsibility of people who come out to, you know, uh, to, to, to sort of rap about the political matters, as you put it. It's not necessarily the responsibility. It's just when you look at somebody like Drake, who is so powerful, who is so talented in, um, in his lyricism, who has the influence that he does, the reach that, that he does. When you look at that, you would just hope that, and I'm not saying the kente cloth, I'm not saying put your fist up, I'm not saying any of that, but can we rap about something other than going to the strip club? Can we rap about, you know, I mean, maybe you balance it out. Jay-Z talked about balance it out. He said, I'll sprinkle, you know, uh, he gives us the songs that make us bop our head. Those are the singles that he puts out. That's what Jay-Z said. But the real game, what he, what he actually talks about um, that he wants us to listen to is actually on his album. I don't have a problem with that. Do whatever you need to do to bring us in and then and then grab us and, and keep us and then preach a message because Drake does have the reach that he does. He's considered in top five right now. So um, in that sense, I actually understand where most stuff is coming from. Um, Whitley, you want to respond to that? Because Andy over here, I don't know. <laughs> do you want to respond? What? <laughs> no, I mean... I do understand, you know, people wanting to hear more from Drake than turn my up. Like, I understand <laughs> that thought. I do. Uh-huh. But I also understand the evolution of his music. And I felt like when he came to us, he was like this this romantic, this lover and this hope and desire for all of these things. Then he ran through a couple of these bad broads. And I feel like now the music that we're receiving is like, hopeless there's no love out here for me i'm just gonna do whatever it takes etc cetera, etc cetera. like i feel like drake has really transformed uh emotionally i would say you know we obviously know he still heard about rihanna <laughs> mm. and so you know his music has transformed into where he's at now in his life and i think that that's okay because i think a lot of people can relate to where he is now i don't think that he has to preach um, the same message as most deaf. And I, I actually don't believe he needs to be carrying the torch for anything in particular, especially considering Drake's background. 
you you expecting the Canadian rapper with the Wahite mom and the black dad to be what? <laughs> to share his experience of what it was like growing up in Canada? Like I just I'm I, I'm not I'm not understanding what most deaf want to see from Drake or why Drake has to carry the load of the pedestal that most deaf has placed him on. Okay. Uh, Andy, you want to, you want to jump in? That's why most deaf exists. That's why a rap city exists. But you know what though? Us as consumers, we don't want to hear what they have to say. Mm -hmm. We want to hear the ratchetness. Mm -hmm. So Drake as an entertainer, and as I'm sure as a businessman is going to give the people what they want to hear. Now, if, 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 if us as consumers gravitated to more Hotep, uh, Ashe, you know what I'm saying? Conscious type music. I think more of that would be pushed, but us as a society, we like ratchet stuff. We like destruction. Unfortunately, when we go to the movies, what do we want to see? We want to see people get shot up and all that jazz. But let know? me, let me, let me just make a, um, a fine distinction right here. It doesn't have to be Kente Cloth or Drake, all right, <laughs> two ends of the spectrum. It doesn't have to be that. You got people like J. Cole, who is neither one, but he's still speaking on important matters. He's he's not, I mean, he he actually has a, a, a great balance, in my opinion. He has a great balance. I'll give you that. So I think that there are people who can do both. We don't need people to go out and create another uh, Black Panther movement. You get what I'm saying? but I, So I hear what Most Def is saying. He's just like, you don't have to be me. He's just like, but for me, the reason he made the comments that he did for me, I just like to hear, I like to hear rappers with substance. So I don't think that he was uh, putting Drake's feet to the fire. I just think that, you know, he, for him, he's like, listen, I didn't mean to clown you. I wasn't trying to knock you, but I'm saying for me, I like to hear, you know, you know, real, real uh, conversations about real things. And in this world that we live in today, there are, if you are true, I, I, I think this, um, I say this about all rappers. If you can rap without cursing and if you can rap and grab things from the real world without having to talk about women all the time and drugs and, and, and weapons and all that stuff. And you could actually grab something from the world. Then I can consider you like a real true artist. But, um, you know, lyricism is different for me, but I feel like uh, artistry. What are you using? What are you using to 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 grab from? Um you guys over here in the YouTube chat, I hear what you're saying. Um, Lavelle says hip hop wasn't political or reality until Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five dropped the message. Before that, it was party music. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi says hip hop has changed, but it's not 1994. It's 2024 and hip hop is kind of stale for me. Um, I agree because we have more to me. We have first of all, we have more rappers and you can say this whole narrative of things aren't oversaturated if you want to, but it is oversaturated because everybody thinks that they can do it. Um, and everybody has accessibility to it at this point. Um, so I think in that, in that sense, it is a little bit stale. Um, Whitley, I give you the last word on this, but at the end of the day, this was called man to man. At least do you respect where most Def was coming from and saying, listen, I'm trying to reach out to Drake because I hear what uh, Andy was saying as so, as well as some of you in the chat, you're thinking that he almost felt pressured to reach out to him. I still commend it. I still commend him reaching out to him. What do you think? I definitely think that there should be dialogue, especially when you say something that could be taken derogatory as a derogatory comment towards him, his career, his talent, et cetera, what he's amassed 
um, over all of this time. So I do think it is imperative that he does attempt to create the common ground. Should we know about it? Uh, Not necessarily. I think it could have been like a man-to-man thing. I don't think he needs to necessarily broadcast that he reached out to him. But I also think that most deaf, if you feel how you felt on that podcast and said it with your chest, I think you need to stand on business, my guy. Mm. I think he needs to stand on business on how he feels. Mm. I said what I said is elevator music, go to Target and listen to Drake. That's not the music that I'm consuming. And I think him kind of quantifying and clarifying feels like he's stepping it back and attempting to damage control the situation, which to me is unnecessary. If you don't like his music, if you think it's elevator, if you think it's high yellow, high tones, then don't listen to it. But for (laughs) for those of us who love a good summer bop, we're going to be listening to Drake. (laughs) Well said, well said. Um, Andy fully agrees with you, by the way. I wish I had a camera in there so I could show you. Andy, you want to jump in real, real quick? Real quick, real quick. You know, as you were speaking, Robin, it just it just had me realize that he just shared his opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not like he just volunteered, said what he had to say. Somebody asked him a question. He said it's elevator music and that's it. But shout out to Whitley. I agree with you. He should have just stood on 10 toes. And this is just how I feel. Why do I need to apologize? Why do I need to explain what I want to hear from Drake? You know, just... Stand on your ten toes. All right. Well, we'll wrap this conversation up by saying this. He did not necessarily apologize. I don't think that he did. I think that he clarified that there's a, a big difference there. Um, he also he did he did stand on ten toes when he said the type of music that I like. You feel me? Um, so he didn't he didn't walk back his statement at all. He just said, "Listen, I don't." Everybody Drake has reached. Um, he has received a lot of criticism in the past, and I don't want to add to that, which is fair. So for him to say, "I have tried to reach out to him," I think that that's fair, and I think it's commendable. So that's where I stand on it. I mean, I don't even mind that he did it in a public way because at this point, everything about this whole conversation is public. So I don't. I'm not tripping about that at all. But I respect y'all opinion, and Whitley Yates, I respect you. I thank you so much for jumping on the Rob Report with me. It is always a pleasure to speak with you. Can you let everybody know where they can find you online? Absolutely. You guys, I'm going to send you guys out on my Instagram, Whitley J. Yates, because apparently somebody in the chat is asking to see what my man looks like. So I'm about to drop a picture real quick on my story for those who are interested in seeing my man. And I'm going to tag him so y'all can go follow and creep on him and see what he got going on. Okay. Don't think I didn't see that in the chat. Okay, and I'm glad you addressed it because I was going to call it out, but the the conversation moved on. Whitley J. Yates on Instagram. You guys, make sure you go follow her and check out her mans and them. Uh, We appreciate you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night, Whitley. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, when we come forward, I don't believe we have time to get to a who's got next, but we'll get to some of these comments and continue the conversation on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on the Raw Report. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. Pretty Brown Mimi says she wants y'all to leave Whitley J. Yates' man alone. That is funny, and to be clear, it was not her. Uh, yeah, if you again, thank you so much to Whitley for calling in today as our contributor. And if you want to follow her again, it's Whitley J. Yates on Instagram. Uh, she's very cool like that and all the things she's got going on. Listen, this conversation is, um, it's a great one right now over in our poll. You guys seem to think 
most of you say, 73% of you say uh, that rappers should, influential rappers, should speak on more political views. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think that you got to be, uh, you, you don't have to wear a kente cloth in order to do that. I think that there's a cool way to do it. And I think that somebody actually made a great point. They said Tupac was balanced. Tupac did but what we're talking about. He actually did do something that... Uh, I feel like most rappers have the ability to do today. Andy? Look, if we're going to go ahead and challenge rappers, I'm going to go ahead and challenge the community, and I'm including myself, to actually be more involved with Community Matters. That means attending your local city hall meetings mm. and actually go out there and vote. You know what I'm saying? Instead mm-hmm. of depending on a on a rapper or some sort of public figure to make things happen. No, you can make change yourself. Mm, okay, come on now. That's my language. I love that. And, and you are absolutely right. Go ahead and get involved in your uh, local city council. Step up to the plate because really it, it, it does start there. It starts with our community. Lavelle uh, Delone says, gone are the days of public enemy exclam, poor righteous teachers, etc. But maybe it'll come back around one day. First of all, I love everybody who you named right there. And I again, I don't feel as though it has got to be uh, all the way there. I, I think that we can have, and he also mentioned Tupac, that Tupac was balanced. Um, I, I think that we can have both. I appreciate all of you guys so very much. Thank you so much for the great conversations. Thank you for the engagement tonight. We see y'all, Ross Squad. I hope you have a wonderful night. You already know for us. I'm looking forward to coming back tomorrow. These conversations have been so great and so necessary. So we'll see what happens in in the entertainment news tomorrow that we'll bring you on the show. I'm looking forward to it either way. But you already know what time it is. (laughs) It's the voice of reason coming up right after me with Zoe Williams with the fire show because that's just how he gets down. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys. My name is Robin Ayers, your host. And remember, today and every day forward, be a blessing.